Welcome to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. The Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast is a mixture of special guest interviews from healthcare professionals, IBD survivors, Crohn's survivors, ulcerative colitis survivors, and community thought leaders. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. We are back. We are back for another episode of the health and healing from the inside out podcast. I am your host, And listen, this week we're talking about what is ulcerative colitis. And the reason why I want to talk about UC, also known as ulcerative colitis, is because sometimes, you know, people think that Crohn's disease and UC, they're the same and they're slightly different. So, but before we get into this week's topic, I want to talk about that mindset. Do you know that if you believe that you can get better or feel better, it will happen? You just have to tell yourself that. You have to tell yourself every day, throughout the day, I will feel better day by day, minute by minute, bit by bit, step by step. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's get right into this week's topic. So today's episode is all about ulcerative colitis and its symptoms. So ulcerative colitis is a type of inflammatory bowel disease, IBD. So when you hear ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or the commercials, you know, where they talk about Crohn's disease, if you want to take Humira, Stellara, or um, I don't even know if they have Lielda commercials anymore. But again, these are some commercials that you may have seen on the TV and that's all falls under, I mean, you hear Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, it all falls under inflammatory bowel disease. You know, IBD causes inflammations and ulcer in the lining of the colon and the rectum, but The exact cause of ulcerative colitis is just like Crohn's, like it's still unknown, but there's research being done like to find out like what is the actual cause of UC, right? And I'm going to say for me, just for me being um, diagnosed with this um, horrific chronic condition, um, it affects everything. And the cause, and I can tell you this just by my personal experience, the cause is one of the triggers is stress. Stress is the culprit to flare-ups. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what the doctor say. If you are in stress causes inflammation. It I mean, if you're stressed all the time, just think about what your um what is it? Your fight or flight responders are doing. Like they're always on fight mode. So think about that. You're always fighting against something that's not really there. And that, my friend, is that's what causes autoimmune disease. Your body is fighting against something that is not there. There's nothing wrong. It's just continuing to pound, fight, 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 fight when there's nothing there. So remember that like Crohn's disease is an autoimmune disease. Ulcerative colitis is an autoimmune disease, right? So again, the exact cause of ulcerative colitis is not known. However, it is believed to be a combination of genetic and environmental factors. So when I talk about stress, that's a part of an environmental factors, right? What are you stressed about? What I was told when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, like I have to eliminate anything, nothing. I can't be stressed out at all. Even in my every monthly fight with the pharmaceutical company, even with my 
having to advocate for getting my treatment, my infusions every month. No stress. No stress. Some people are like, well, why are you so, you're not so, I, I don't get upset about everything. In fact, I can't get upset about everything because this chronic illness feeds off of emotions. It feeds off of stress. So if nobody else have told you, when you have IBD, you can't have any stress. In fact, when you go through the journey that I've gone on, you tend to let a lot of stuff go that no longer serves a purpose. I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot of people, places, and things that no longer serves a purpose. So I'm just here to tell you, I'm just here to tell you, right? That that's you gotta let go, that stress go. So that's stress is one of the environmental factors. And then you also have to think about like what what's in your home? Like, do you use microwaves? Um, I don't use microwaves personally. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a doctor. I don't have a license to tell you not to use a microwave, but I just don't use it because it's radiation in my house, right? We have enough of that with our cell phones. So I just eliminate the microwave. I haven't had a microwave since they diagnosed me four years ago. I don't use a microwave, but what I do have is a cast iron pan. Oh, cast iron pan to do the oof, your food will not. Listen, I used to wonder why my grandmother and my mom back in the day, like in the 80s, they were always, and it probably was before I was born, they would always use cast iron pans and the food would be so good. So yeah, so think about your environment. Think about the the pots that you're cooking with. Make sure that the peeling on the pots is not cooking in with your food. That's like toxic. Like you have to really think about it. Think about how We've had pots and pans for years and the original paint or the the Teflon or whatever they call it inside of it has removed into your food. Think about that. It's it's real. It's real. It's so real. Okay. So the symptoms of ulcerative colitis can vary from person to person, but some of the most common symptoms include the following. Diarrhea often with blood or mucus. You'll have abdominal pain and cramping. So it will seem like, for our for our ladies out there, it will seem like your cycle is coming on. Like you're cramping really bad. Like it's real bad. Like it's not even a cycle cramp. It's something, it's almost like a contraction. If you had, If you've had children, it's like a contraction. That's what it feels like. For me, like it feels, that's the only way I can describe it. It feels like a really bad, bad contraction. Like you're about to like the baby's almost there. Yes, contraction. So, um, so and, and cramping a lot, right? You'll also have rectal pain and rectal bleeding. Again, when I realized that there was something wrong, you know, I was out at a restaurant, my son and I, and I, I went to the bathroom and I, I felt, it felt like I had the urgency to go. But when I got in the bathroom, it was like when I got up and I looked in the toilet, it was like someone had stabbed me. Like literally, it was that much blood in the toilet. So I knew something was wrong. And I knew that I need to go get help because that's not the norm. That's not the norm. So again, you will also have urgency to have a bowel movement with ulcerative colitis. So like the urgency, oh, I got to go to the bathroom, let me take off before you even eat anything. So I would even just have a glass of water or drink a glass of water, I'm taking off to the bathroom. Telling you guys, my stomach was so angry, like really, really angry. And that's when I realized like your stomach is not to make all of those gurgling noises and like, it's almost like you have a monster inside of your belly and that's not normal. Your stomach should be quiet, should be calm. The only time your stomach should be in moving 
is when it's digesting your food and you're going through the elimination process. That's it. And even then, it should be quiet, right? Okay. Then number five, your inability to have a bowel movement despite the urgency. So remember I talked about you feel like you have to go, but when you get there, there's nothing there. Like you don't have a bowel movement. And sometimes that could lead to constipation. For me, I always suffered with constipation my entire life, even you know from when I could remember being in high school. And so um, we changed up my diet and it just still was, it was an issue. So again, you know, your inability to have a bowel movement um, and despite the urgency, so you'll have urgency on top of that inability to go to the bathroom, right? And number six, fatigue. Like you're always tired, man. I remember, oh, it was like, you're just, you're just, it's like, you're just in this zone. I'm bare, I was, I remember barely making it. It was like, I was walking on, I'm just... I'm just barely making it. I will go to work. I will literally, my, I will pull up to my job and get sick, literally sick. Like my stomach would just, just wouldn't act right. I would go straight to the bathroom. And then weight loss. Oh, I can relate to this. This episode is brought to you by the Let's Talk Inflammatory Bowel Disease Health and Wellness Symposium. A health and wellness symposium hosted by the Stephanie A. Wynn Foundation, whose focus is on raising awareness of inflammatory bowel disease, also known as IBD, among African-Americans who are disproportionately affected by this chronic illness. The goal of the symposium is to partner with healthcare community partners to support underserved African-Americans living with inflammatory bowel disease in their pursuit to live a more quality life. This symposium, it is sponsored by our exclusive sponsor, which is Moffitt Cancer Center, who have come aboard to sponsor and believe in this symposium. We're going to have gastroenterologists there, mental health and wellness clinicians to speak about the importance of mental health when you're diagnosed with a chronic illness such as IBD. And in order for you to get on your journey of health and healing, we'll also have dietitians and nutritionists there to talk about your diet. Now, specifically for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, it is definitely important. We'll have our exclusive community healthcare organizations, our financial exclusive well-being organization there, and we will also have a healthcare carrier there on site to sign you up for health insurance. Now, listen. This is not the normal symposium where you go and you hear a lot of people talk. We're actually getting things done on top of educating our community. One thing I do know is this, being diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease and being in the African-American community, our treatment of healthcare is totally different compared to other cultures. And so we are wanting you to join us. Come join the conversation about the IBD healthcare disparities. This is going to take place again Saturday, March the 25th at 9 a.m. at Clearwater, Florida. And it's going to be at the Carroll Hotel. And the information is going to be in the show notes. Now, listen, if you're unable to attend in person and you would like to sponsor or you would like to donate to the cause, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes as well. Without further ado, we're going to get back to the show. And thank you for your time. Peace. So I went from 180 pounds to um, 112. So I went from a size 14 to a size zero. And when I tell you within less than six months, oh, it, it was it was ugly. It was so ugly because what 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 UC does and Crohn's disease, IBD does, it makes you not want to eat. You lose your appetite because you either have diarrhea, you constipated, or you got urgency to go. You're running back and forth to the bathroom. And do you know your digestive system? It's amazing. 
Like it's a major system in the body. It's almost like the motor in your car. Like if your motor isn't cleaned out, you get all the gook, you know, and then other things start happening. It starts to break down. So your digestive system, do you know that this is how I knew there was something wrong? Because every time I would go to the bathroom, I would feel like I had to pass out. Literally, like one time I just laid in the bathroom because I couldn't, I was just too fatigued to get up and get to the bed. So I would create a, like a pallet in the bathroom on the floor because this thing, listen, let me tell you something. This thing is real. When I tell you this is a mother, this is a mother. So ulcerative colitis can also cause complications such as inflammation of the skin, your joints, your eyes. So there's a diagnosis that's called iritis. And that's where your eyes, like, I remember like my eyes, sometimes my eyes, they just, they dry out and they're so irritated. And um, you you have to be careful. You have to make sure you watch it. This thing is, it, it affects so much of your body, your joints. And remember, inflammate, this Ease, disease causes inflammation. So if you're stressed, that causes inflammation. That's that stress causes dis-ease. Dis-ease is disease. You understand what I'm saying? So it does affect it affects your skin, it affects your joints, your eyes. I remember I looked, I was so my skin was so dark, so dark, so dark, right? And it and it will also increase the risk of colon cancer if you don't get this under control. This is something that is so, a lot of people don't understand. If you don't get this IBD under control, it could lead to colon cancer. And a lot of us are suffering in silence when we don't have to. Go get checked out. Tell your doctor, hey, I'm having issues with going to the bathroom. I'm bleeding. Or I have the urgency to go and nothing happens. Can you please send me for a colonoscopy or Can you please do some lab work to see what's going on with my inflammation markers? We got to know. You got to know the language to speak. So if you're experiencing any any of these symptoms, like the loss of appetite, weight loss, fatigue, inability to have a bowel movement despite the urgency, right? The urgency to have a bowel movement, rectal pain and bleeding, abdominal pain and cramping, diarrhea often with blood or mucus. Listen, you need to go and speak with a healthcare provider. And then this is where your provider can perform variety of tests to diagnose diagnose the ulcerative colitis, including the blood, you know, the blood tests. You get stool tests, you can get colonoscopies, endoscopies, imaging tests, CT scans with contrast. Let me tell you something. Oh my gosh. If if you all are listening to this and you've never had a um a CT scan with contrast, I'm telling you, man, this 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 thing is a mother, man. I mean, the stuff like you, the CT scan, the contrast alone make you want to puke your brains out. It's so gross, but you got to do it. It's either drink it or they inject you with this dye. So the CT is like you drink this stuff. And so as you're drinking it, like some people do, I think it's a barium swallow where they you're drinking it while they're taking pictures of, you know, you know, that's when people have really bad esophagus issues or whatever. But this CT scan with contrast, it's like. You drink this stuff and they take pictures of it and it it shows you where there's issues in your stomach, pancreas, whatever they're doing the CT on, right? It's it's a mother. I'm telling you, you got to go get help. You got to talk to a provider. While there is no cure for ulcerative colitis, there are treatments available to help manage symptoms 
and prevent complications. Treatment options may include medications like uh, I take Remicade infusions. Some people take Stellara, Humira. There's a lot of bi- biological medications out here, um, immunosuppressants, um, so anti-inflammatory um, medications. But also you need to have a change in your diet and a lifestyle change. Maybe Like again, remove the stress. Take the stress out of your life. If you're in a relationship and you're always stressed out about, hey, you might need to rethink that situation. I'm not telling you to leave your husband or your spouse, but stress is not a good thing. Stress leads to other issues in your body. And surgery, in some cases, you may have to have surgery, right? So again, seek a healthcare provider that can help you get an understanding of what's going on, right? Living with ulcerative colitis can be challenging, but the proper management and support can make it possible to lead a full and healthy lifestyle. You know, I mean, this has been a really a journey for me. I've learned so much along the way. I've lost a lot of so-called friends along the way because I really, truly had to get an understanding of what was going on with my body. And I'm all right with that. You have to be all right with that. I went, you know, my health care team consisted of a mental health, health therapist, my primary care physician, a rectal and colon specialist, my gastroenterologist. So it all depends on what you have going on and everybody's symptoms is different. It's not one size fit all. That's that's what this is not. So again, seek help, seek out uh, resources, support groups to help you manage this condition and improve your overall quality of life. So I hope this episode has been um, informative to you. If you have any questions, you know, just leave us a comment. Um, and again, get seek help because you can't do this by yourself. Stop suffering in silence. You don't have to do that anymore. I'm your host, Stephanie A. Wynn. Until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. out.